Hi, this is Alex. Welcome to the Wimlex show, episode number five. Um, today uh, we are live from the Debt Festival in Amsterdam, and our guest is Jordan Watson. He became a viral sensation overnight, and uh, um, that's because of his uh, video channel How to Debt on YouTube and Facebook. He uh, amassed over 220 million video views and uh, today he can also add two instructional books to his portfolio and is followed by over 2 million people on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram and we're discussing with him how such an influencer life is uh, looking like in real life and uh, um, what he can do in terms of like e-commerce and trade or could it be uh could it make sense to introduce some um, how to dead diapers or other products or how expensive it would be to put your product um in his shows so he's a very very entertaining guy and he's like in in, in real life he's actually like in his how to dead video so have fun Welcome, uh, Jordan, to the Wimlex show. Today, uh, live on stage at Debt uh, Festival. Uh, I saw your presentation uh, uh, an hour ago, uh, more or less, and uh, maybe we can start by letting you explain who you are and uh, uh, what you're doing. It's something you have to explain a lot, uh, okay. I guess. Yeah, so I'm, I'm from New Zealand. I'm a dad of three kids. And three years ago, I made a video and I put it on the internet. There, there was no big thinking behind it. I had a friend at my work who had a baby on the way and I was just being a bored dad at home. I had a four-month-old daughter and my wife was out. And I thought I'll make a video for my friend that he's gonna find funny and a bit of an instructional video on how to hold a baby. And I just had my laptop out and I made up a few holds and some silly names. And I filmed this video and I put it on my YouTube channel and posted the link to his Facebook page and said, hey mate, you'll enjoy this went to bed and I woke up the next morning and it had gone like to, all around the world. It, was, it had blown up and I had all these Facebook messages from media companies that wanted to share my video and I'm like, what's going on? And so I had this weird two to three days of like I was a viral internet superstar and then it all fizzles out as all these kind of viral videos do. And then about six months later, a, a, it was a friend that kind of gave me the idea about you know, people kind of like this dad making these comical parenting videos, like you should do more of this, look into it. So me and my wife sat down and came up with a, a, a brand name channel called How To Dad, made a YouTube page and a Facebook page and I, I remember Googling what's the key to like a good YouTube channel and the number one thing was be consistent. So I locked into my head every Monday, we won't miss a Monday, I'm gonna have a new fun how-to instructional video. And we've so, done that ever since. So that, that's, how, that's uh, the long story, very short on how you became an, an influencer. So yep. I'm still thinking about what you actually influence, but that's something, that's something we can discuss. So usually we are inviting guests in our show that are selling products. Yep. But you are the product here. Yeah. And, and, and one of the babies, you probably need to produce a lot of babies, so every year one bit to, to still have all the different sizes for your video. And uh, we have like two perspectives here we are interested in. One is like the data uh, perspective, and the other one is the, the commerce perspective. Um, uh, is how to dad is actually a product which you can really monetize? So, so for us, it's, when we started, it was all a bit of fun. Like there was no plan on let's make this a big business and a money maker. 
And then it wasn't until we just, by ch once we launched, we had a few videos within a month go massively viral, like 25 million views on Facebook viral. And so that's when your email starts filling up with people wanting to work with you. And that's the first time I reached out to get an agency to help me because I just had no idea what making a video and, and putting that on my page was worth. So we had brands and I think one of the first paid videos we did was like how to fly with a baby and that was with how to flower the baby? Fly, how to, how fly, to fly, how to fly, fly, like on an airplane. And that was the local New Zealand carrier, Air New Zealand, which is one airline of the world multiple times. But they reached out and said, hey, we'd love to do a video with you. And my agent, we were able to put a figure together. And so they pay a certain amount for us to then brand tag them on my Facebook page. So it will say, how to dad with Air New Zealand. And then there's a subtle, subtle signage for them in the video. And I just carry on making my, exactly in my style, they don't really have any script input. It's all down to me. I keep it in exactly how I like to do things. My short 90 second punchy videos with different stereotypes. And then we did that and then more brands started reaching out and then that became a thing. And that everyone sees a YouTuber, like a lot of people would see me as like a YouTuber or a social media influencer. And they're like, oh, you're a YouTuber. And we had a YouTube video get a million views. So everyone thinks you're a millionaire. but. YouTube monetization doesn't pay out as well as everyone thinks it is. Well, I mean, when, I, when I last read about YouTube monetization, it was like uh, it was something like uh, for one thousand dollars per million views. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say exactly that. A million views got me about a thousand New Zealand dollars or twelve hundred New Zealand dollars. So there's, you ca you can't quit your day job on that and backing. Like for me, my Facebook page is much larger than my YouTube. Annoyingly, because I can't monetize Facebook like no? you can on YouTube. I think you can now. They've just bought it out. Like in New Zealand, Facebook Watch now lets you put ads halfway through. But for for years and years, everyone has been very much YouTube's the one where you can monetize and make a bit of money from. But for me, I average about 400 to 500 New Zealand dollars a month. And there's no way that I could quit my day job doing that. So out of we, YouTube. Out of YouTube, yeah. But for me, we always saw that Facebook was a whole growing your brand. And our brand was this how to dad and making these videos. And the more and more eyeballs I got on that, companies saw that and thought, there's, you know, obviously there's, there's something in this thing. So that's when more and more brands were reaching out and wanting to work with us. And that's how we've carried on. I, I now do this full time. And our biggest money maker is working with brands. So uh, obviously, there are many listeners uh, uh, at the podcast who want to have uh, as much reach as you do, uh, millions of, uh, of viewers uh, with every video you produce. Um, what's your secret recipe, or maybe it's not a secret recipe if you will uh, uh, explain it here, but what's yeah. your recipe to making a successful viral video? Yeah, well, that's the, that's the funny and interesting thing. Like, there is no, I never sat down and thought of a secret recipe, and I've been doing this now, these how-to videos for two years, two and a half years. And there's videos to this day where I'm like, this is great. I post it and it does all right. There's videos where I'm like, this is really quite bad or average, and it ends up being one of my biggest videos ever. Um, what all we have learned is that with how-to dad, I have two kind of styles of video. So for example, one I did was how to put a baby to sleep. And within that video, I have 10 different kind of dad tricks or personalities that you could do, which creates 
a video which is very taggable. So someone's going to be like, oh, you're that dad that hops in the cot and, and tries to shush. Well, you're the dad who does the shush, shush, shush and just stands in the corner saying, or you're the dad that rocks them. So I had all these different dads, you know, oh, the, the shush dad, the climb in the cot dad. And that's a very taggable, a very shareable video. And then I had videos that were like a, what I call a one beat video. So I had a video, how, how to make a trolley or a go-kart for a kid. And I taped a bicycle to like a recycling bin that had wheels. And that's all there is in it. And I push it and it's a great, it's very funny and it's very New Zealand, my style and Kiwi, bit of DIY. But because it's only got that one shareable moment in it, you, you don't have what could potentially tenfold when I do a, another style, which I call like the different dad personalities. So the dad personality videos are the ones that do really well for us. And I, I know that so I can't do them week to week. They're much bigger videos to make. And I still like my really one beat single videos. They're some of my favorite. Uh, uh, like I, I did one on um, how, to, um, how to build a tree hut for a kid. It's one of my favorite videos. Didn't do as well as all the others, but all it is is me with a plastic kid's chair and I, I sellotape it to a tree trunk and it's only a foot off the ground, and I sit my kid on it, and for me, it's like, it's great. It's very Kiwi, it's very, oh, we don't, uh, us New Zealand dads, oh, we don't, we don't put too much effort in, that'll be right. I've put a, I've sellotaped a chair to a tree there, and I love that video. It, it didn't go as big, but I still love making that content, so I'm not, I'm not always trying to do the, the big viral videos, but again, you can't plan them. Like I say, there's videos where I'm like, this is gonna be gold, and it flops, and then there's videos like, I'm like this is terrible, and it goes, it goes huge. And then now you have three or maybe even four three. because you, you have a, a, a... Three that I know of. Yeah, and well, for people in the, in the videos that are actors, yeah, and three sense. daughters and yourself, um, did, did you ever take act, acting lessons before starting making those videos? No, no, not at all. So if, if you don't know how to dad my channel, I wear, in every video I do, I wear the exact same thing. And so the very first video I made I just happened to be in a short pair of shorts. We're in New Zealand, they're called stubbies. And it's a very, like everyone has a pair of stubbies. It's like just a casual weekend if you're out in the garden, you've got your stubbies. And I wear a, a green kind of polar fleece shirt, which is like, a, we call it a bush shirt. Again, every rural, I grew up in a small rural town. Every rural farmer wears this. So it's, it's a very known attire. And I just had that on by chance in the first video. And then when we started and launched the brand, I was, no big plan, but I, in my head, I was like, it'd be quite funny if I just wear that same very Kiwi rural attire every video I do and just be like, ah, oh, yeah, g'day, how are you? And talk a bit more, play on the whole rural character a little bit more. Um, but there was no acting, it was just me kind of, it would be me more leaning on growing up in a very small rural town, just me leaning on the characters that I knew growing up in that town, like these very farming folk dads who were very stern, didn't have much of a personality. And that's the kind of character I play on and how to dad. It is, it's very close to who I am, but I do lean on the monotone. Uh, yeah, g'day, how are you? Welcome to this instructional video. Today I'm going to teach you this. And I think that's what people connected with, that I wasn't this parenting expert trying to be over the top like these YouTubers can be like, hey man, welcome to my show. Today I'm going to show you how to... I wasn't that. I was just a low-key bloke, dad, guy from New Zealand making these silly videos with his kids and that, that blew up. And is there something you do at the beginning of the video? Because um, what I uh, realized when doing YouTube marketing is that it's always difficult to keep the attention of people not clicking away. Is there something you do in the video to, to make sure that people will watch the, the, the full amount? 
No, no, there's, like I say, there's no big planning in anything that I did. It's all kind of happened by chance. Um, for me though, for every video, I start with the same very common New Zealand saying, which is a kind of a mumble of, ah, yeah, and then you say, g'day and welcome to. So every video is, ah, yeah, g'day and welcome to, and then whatever the video, this instructional video on how to, blah, 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 blah. So that became my kind of catchphrase. Yep. And then at the end of the video, maybe people were hanging around because they know that at the end of every video, I try to get a high five from my kid. And that can be 50-50 on if they're actually gonna high five me. So I'll be like, and that was how to, that was how to go to the grocery store with a baby. Um, no kids were harmed in the making of this video. High five, and I always try to get a high five. So that became a thing as well. Even to this day, if I forget to do that bit, people are quickly in the comments like, really? you didn't high five, or you didn't say no kids were harmed. Was there a kid harmed? I'm like, no, there wasn't a kid harmed. I just forgot to say it. I'm, I'm just wondering, is the format only working like for uh, YouTube and Facebook video channels? Like uh, you have to like record it and then push it to the public or because it reminds me a little bit of the story of JP Sears, like on Facebook's comedian. Uh, yeah. I, I love his uh, I know videos. Him. And I would go to his show, actually, and he's like going out with shows, and that is like becoming his uh, main income stream and, uh, um, and due to his uh, Facebook audience. So is it something you could imagine, or uh, um, maybe with babies or not, like doing live shows? So what you have done yeah. today here yes. at Adept yes. Agencies, that's more telling your entrepreneurial story. Yeah. That is very... Uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's, it's, it's very good, repeatable. But like doing a live show with babies could be very interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's very much something that I'm always aware of. Like, I've quit my job now. This is my full-time thing. But what else can I do with it? And we're always, when I say we, it's always my, my wife and I. We're always looking and thinking about new things that we can do. And so live tours are definitely something I want to progress to. So it was a year ago that I got asked in New Zealand to do a TEDx talk. And I was like, I've never done anything like that. And it was quite an honor to be asked, so I, you know, I put a lot of focus into it, and I did that. And then that opened the gateway for me to do more talking thing. And I was like, wow, this is a new, another string to my bow now. I'm not just this guy on the internet, I'm also a professional, I'm doing my fingers in the air, in quotations, professional speaker. Um, so that became a thing, and I got more and more speaking gigs in New Zealand. And then I've been asked to come here to Amsterdam, which is insane, and I've just done a 20-minute talk. Yeah, like you say, on my entrepreneurial side. And yes, we, just by chance that you've mentioned it, we're actually looking to doing a tour in New Zealand because a lot of the talks that I give, the number one questions afterwards are from people saying, how did you get into it? You know, how did, do, you, do you have a schedule on how you post to Facebook and YouTube? What camera do you use? How did you start your Instagram page? It's all these social media questions. And so that gave me the idea, so we're gonna do a 90-minute tour of a session where I get up and tell my story and give you some social media insight into how I do what I do. Yep. I'm not saying it's gonna work for everyone, but we're looking at doing that as a, as a new income stream and a way to share what I do. And, and apart from like a, a brand interaction and brand sponsoring from Air New Zealand, and maybe we've uh, now learned there's like a, a big opportunity for, uh, for, uh, for schools, uh, for theater schools uh, to sponsor you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, uh, um, it's like another income stream, though I, I would guess you have like a Shopify shop uh, with like how to dat uh, uh, merchandise yeah, no, on it. Yeah, so merch, merch is a thing. In the YouTube social media world, merch can be an annoying thing because every single person on YouTube who's got a bit of a following is always plugging merch. And for me, it was always kind of a bit annoying. And then I got asked by... A, that, that's all about best nutrition and shirts and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, so. and I got asked by a New Zealand company 
who said, hey, would you like to do some merch? And this is when I kind of first started. I was like, yeah, of course. And right now I'm actually wearing a Bush shirt that says How to Dad on the logo. And so for about six months, we did have merch. I never thought of it as a big money maker. It was more like a fun, it was quite funny in a sense. Like I'd only just started and you've got on your Facebook page, hey, and you can buy my merch. And people were like, you have merch? And even I was like, I have merch? So we had the shirts that I wear and we had some T-shirts with my face. And, but the problem was being a, Kiwi, a small Kiwi merch company and us being at the bottom of the world, a lot of my audience is, the largest following I have is in America. And so they were buying a T-shirt for $30, but then it cost almost the same price to ship it to America. And I, I was getting so many awkward emails from people like, hey, we'd love to buy your merch, but it's so expensive to ship. And I was like, yeah, I agree. The company couldn't do anything about it. So I ended up pulling the plug on it. It wasn't a big loss for but me. If, 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 like, if it was like a company for diapers or, or something similar, it totally makes sense because you are like, I just saw it a little bit, so, so you're influencing like young families probably. Yep. So I know even like uh, people without children would laugh about, about yep, it, yep. but you're really, you're representing like a very, very positive thing around babies yep. and being mom and dad. So giving you like a line of a diaper related product yep, would make absolutely sense. Yeah, I've, and I, I, have pit, I have pitched that exact idea. I had that idea. So if anyone out there is listening, and is in the diaper game, reach, get, it, get in touch. But I had that exact same idea, and I pitched it to the diaper companies within New Zealand, but no one was keen to jump on board. But I, I feel like there's still something there. Um, I won't say out loud what my genius idea is, but it's very tech-savvy to do with diapers and to get dads changing more diapers. Okay, let's assume I have like a diaper company, which is not the case, so you can, be, uh, you can tell the truth here. Uh, and say, okay, I have like a some special products which I want to uh, put in your show, like um, sponsored products, um, I don't know, Strampler for the baby or s something similar. So how does it work? What, what would I need to pay that you show like in like four videos my products? That's a hard, the way we work is usually by one video, like in a sense it works as one video. Um, and so if you're a, a company, again, For us, it's always worked with the subtle integration and, and subtle advertising. So it might be how to change yeah. a diaper. I really like Alex diaper products, something yeah. like subtle like that. Yeah, it yeah. would be but, enough, it would be enough. But even that, for what we've done, that is too much. What you've just said, I wouldn't even say that. In all my videos I've ever done with brands, there's never a line like, oh, we did something with Ford. I'm not like, man, I love this Ford or the grocery store. I was like, make sure you get to New World. They've all worked really successfully and the brands are very happy with the response that they get is they get the brand, the big thing for them is they get the brand tag on Facebook. So on Facebook, when I do a video with a brand for a legal obligation, you need to brand tag them. Not just at the company, but it needs to be a brand tag. So the video, when you go to click on it, will say how to dad with Air New Zealand. And so we did the how to fly with a baby video. Not once do I mention Air New Zealand. There's only a two second shot of an Air New Zealand logo and the hostess in the background is in an Air New Zealand uniform, but that's it. And, so, and that's how we've done 90% of our videos. If a company comes to me and they don't really work into the how-to how to video mold, we then, over the last year, I've pitched another idea to them where, well, let's break down that fourth wall and let's have fun with it and make like an infomercial, but be over the top. So there was, a, there was an energy drink, an, a, a healthy energy drink in New Zealand. And they came to me and I was like, it doesn't work in a how-to format would you be keen on this idea? And I pitched it to them and they were keen and it ends up being like, my audience straight away know that I'm getting paid to do it, but it was a fun, silly, and I'm like, 
Hi, are you a dad that struggles with being tired all the time? Well, make sure you grab Baraka Energy and it's like slow motion shots of me pouring liquid and me running on the beach, like doing push-ups like a Rocky video and this energy drink, completely different to what I'd done before, but the reaction to it was so positive and everyone's like, this needs to be on the TV. This is the best commercial ever. This company needs to, and I've done a it's few of them. So over the top. Yeah, so over the top and, and fun because what people get annoyed with Facebook followers and YouTubers is if you ever do a paid video and they don't know it until the last minute, they'll hate you for it. They want to know up front that you're doing a paid video. And that's something that uh, the big YouTuber Casey Neistat found out like last year. He did a video for Samsung. Whole video about him traveling around Europe. It was amazing. Even me, I'm a follower of him, but even I felt cheated. Right at the end, just this logo comes up. This whole thing was filmed on a Samsung. And you're like, ah, oh, like tell us that at the start, not right at the end. So that, that's a big thing. You can lose followers but, but, like that. But, but can you give like a price range? I'm so interested in, in the pricing range because uh, I'm now very involved in like these uh, Instagram influencer stuff and now learning how expensive, is, how expensive yeah, so it is to, to, to For us, it, de it depends on what company it is. Um, it be, will be a flexible. One, one, on yeah. If you're a big Air New Zealand, like we know that they're a big brand and they'll, they'll have dollars. If you're a small startup company, yeah, we can yeah, be yeah, flexible. Yeah, yeah, something but like that. For, for us, the, the, your ballpark is about 10,000 to 15,000 thousand New Zealand dollars to have a brand tag video. Oh yeah. So I know here in New Zealand that's quite a small amount in a sense. I've been to many YouTube conferences in like in Australia and America where they talk about money and they say the prices and there's just like there's no way you'd ever get that. There's guys with the same following size as I have in America who are getting paid forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars to do a video, and it's just like mind blowing. But in New Zealand. I've just got to bite the bullet that we're not as big as the rest of the world. So, so that's talking about YouTube, yeah. you, you said in, in your talk that you had a, during the festival that you're going to air a YouTube series. Um, yeah. What will that be about? Will that be like the regular videos, but then in, in conjunction? Or what, how will that differ from yeah, the regular so that, that did uh, differ. That we've done that, and it did differ. So YouTube, which was very cool. YouTube teamed up with the New Zealand government funding. So here you've probably got, you know, the Netherlands film funds. Yes. So we it have, we have yeah. uh, New Zealand On Air, which okay. funds TV shows, films. And they teamed up with YouTube. It was a uh, Google. It was a first-time initiative. And it was for YouTubers in New Zealand who had a certain amount of subscribers and they had $100,000 for four different YouTubers to create a web series that had to have like a bit of a story arc to it. So we came up with an idea and we got funding and made it and had a full TV crew and blah, blah, blah. But it was a very Kiwi themed. And it was about me as a dad in New Zealand and my journey to impress my kids. Like I didn't just want them to grow up and be like, oh yeah, my dad's that how to dad guy. I wanted them to be proud. So my journey was, I don't know what you call them here in, uh, in the Netherlands, but gum boots, rubber boots, okay. rain boots, what do you call them here? Larsen, but that's a very Dutch word. Okay, well, I, I'm not even gonna try to um, say, repeat that, but it was my, in New Zealand, there's actually a real sport of throwing them as far as you can. So we did a series about me trying to impress my kids and becoming New Zealand's best gumboot thrower. And it was, it was great, and it, it went on my YouTube channel. It's different um, for the fans, because they're like, what is this? I'm not sure, it was hard to pitch to them what was happening. But it, it did well enough that a New Zealand TV show, TV channel picked it up and it got played on TV as well. 
And, and are you migrating now to other channels too, like Instagram or Snapchat? Is it important yeah, so for you? And, and then maybe one question, because uh, maybe we've got to ask Joe, is there a team behind it doing all the uh, cutting and yeah, uh, no. after production? No, there's no team at all. Um, my, my wife is my backing board on everything. Obviously, she's the one who's going to say, hey, you've crossed the line in this video. Like, you can't show yourself accidentally dropping a baby or something. Um, but no, I, like I said, when it, very early on, I signed up to an agency in New Zealand who look after social, I think I'm called a social media influencer. So when brands come to us, I can just forward that onto them. So I'm not talking money and all that stuff that's dealt with by them. But that's all they do. All my ideas, writing an idea, filming it, editing it, posting it is all me. Um, and then, like everyone says, you know, there's Snapchat and what, are you, what worlds are you going to jump into? So when I started How to Dad, I had no big thinking behind it. I came up with a YouTube channel and a Facebook page at the exact same time. I posted every video to both channels at the exact same time. Facebook, so I've, that's it. That was my, that's what I did for two years. Facebook went crazy and Facebook's now at like 1.7 million followers, where YouTube's very slow, and YouTube is a slow burner anyway for a lot of people, and that's at about 250,000. And the biggest thing for that is when you think about it, every parent has Facebook. To me, YouTube is a bit more hip, not hip, but a bit of a younger, you know, the, you got so many young kids now, like gotta be on YouTube to see what the biggest YouTuber is, where Facebook parents don't care who a YouTuber is, they care about that funny guy who does that or the funny cat video or that cute baby video that shows up in their newsfeed. So for me, my, my audience is on Facebook. Um, yes, I want the YouTube channel to grow more and I'm always trying to grow more. And one of the biggest things was they're telling you to do more content. So there was a time there, even at the moment, where I've been publishing videos three times a week. But I haven't you, seen. You're, you're doing it now. Three yeah, times? yeah, yeah. Well, do you have enough ideas to do that, or is it hard actually? To yeah, come no. Up with we, some we, ideas? I've got a I've got a wall at home of my random ideas that come out in the middle of the night or when I'm in the shower and I write them down on a post-it note. But we have my how-to videos, and then we have another thing called this dad versus that dad, which are very short, snackable content. It's like uh, when it comes to changing a nappy, you're either this dad. A diaper, sorry. When it comes to changing your diaper, you're either this dad, and it's like the dad that just does it in a heartbeat, or that dad, and it's like the dad that's dry reaching and uh, uh, can't handle it. And then it's very short, and then you get to tag, and everyone tags, oh, you're totally this dad, or you're that dad. So that's another, and I've got a lot of other kind of headline names for content that we want to try and do. Do your children like it to be in the video? Yeah, so that, that's a question I always get. So obviously when I started, they were babies and like a, a blob, and a blob is very easy to work with. Blob doesn't do anything, you know, just sits there. And they get a bit older and we quickly learn that there's the golden hour. So you gotta make sure they've been fed, they've had a sleep, and then they're ready. You've got about an hour of them being the happiest kid ever and they'll do these videos. And then uh, they become toddlers and they wanna run out of shot. But for me, a lot of people think, oh, everything, is off the cuff, but a lot of it's scripted, but still, I would say 50% of everything you see is me ad-libbing around what the kid does. Like, I might have, might have the idea, like, this is how to do this with a kid, and they might run around and do something silly, and I'm just ad-libbing on the fly, and being, or trying to get a high five, or, and those are the cutest moments, just being natural with what they wanna do. Now my eldest is five, I got three daughters, my eldest is five, my youngest is seven months, but the, the older two, they're fighting, between themselves and who gets to be in the video. And I'm like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's getting, it's harder now, it's definitely harder. But I'm happy that I've got another blob with me. I've got another seven month old blob who's very easy to work with. She doesn't ask for a trailer. And your wife, uh, obviously, yeah, well, you explained your kids love to be in the video. 
how about your wife? How does she feel about her kids growing up as YouTube stars? Yeah, well, she from the get-go never wanted to be on camera, so she's this whole elusive, an another whole angle of how to dad is everyone wants to know who how to mum is. And she's always stayed off camera, um, which, which she wanted to from the start. Now she's actually started her own Instagram page um, where she only posts kind of what she can see and still people don't know who she is and she's getting quite a following because of that. Um, but from the get-go, she was just, yeah, that, like I say, that bouncing board on this is what I want to do. She was all cool with the idea. It was, it was fun. The whole thing is that I was in my day job, and, but this was your own thing. It's, I always find it so interesting where, you know, in your day job, you, you work to a certain time and then you clock out and you're done. And now I kind of get why business owners are so kind of crazy and exciting and because it is your own baby and you want it to do so well. And people will look at me and look at YouTubers like you're just a, a YouTuber who makes silly videos. But the hours we put, like the hours I put in and I realize any business owner, you get home and I'm working to midnight like on ideas or going back to brands. I'm trying to do as much as possible because you want your thing to succeed. It's not just like your day job. Yes, we can be passionate about a day job, but until you've got something of your own, like I didn't realize that, and that's when I was like, I want to do this full time. Like this is, it was just so exciting. And my wife saw that, it started off as fun, and then it became, oh, we could actually, brands want to work with us, this could actually be a full time thing. Um, we are at that point now where my eldest, like I say, is five, and we don't, we don't want our kids to be, like you say, YouTube stars. The good thing at the moment is they can walk down the street and no one knows who they are, unless they're with me. But my eldest is five, and so she at the moment is being weaned off the videos because she's at school, and we don't want her being recognized at school everywhere she goes. Um, but to be honest, we're, the way I see it is what we're doing is positive. Um, I think my kids, even as they grow up and become teenagers and look back, they're always gonna be like, it was fun and positive stuff. There's a lot of YouTube controversy of parenting channels that have been taken down in the last like six months where parents in America are getting so desperate that they're doing pranks on their four-year-old which is making their four-year-old cry and they're laughing at their four-year-old and they think it's great. My content is the complete opposite to that. I make, my kids are very small snippets of the videos. You don't really get personally to know who they are. They're almost like a, a fun, cute prop and I'm this idiot who's trying to instruct this prop what to do, and, and so I'm, I'm not too worried about them being affected by it. I have one uh, behind the scene question. Uh, is, uh, do you get sometimes like emails or, uh, or messages from like child protection uh, parents or organizations who say you can't show a baby like this on, a, on YouTube? No, no, not at all. And to be honest, we haven't done anything that controversial. The, 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 the one I have had the most emails about so you was... Haven't, you haven't posted the videos of the controversial stuff. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 say. watch out. Um, but I did a video on how to wash a baby in the sink, which is like... When you have a baby, do you call it a sink here, like the kitchen sink? Um, and newborns, a lot of parents do. In New Zealand, you might wash your baby in the sink because it's nice and easy and the bath's too big. But I did a silly, it's obviously taking the mickey, having a bit of fun, and I was like, uh, don't worry about running separate water. Next time you're washing the dishes in the sink, just plop your baby in. And I had my baby in togs and I plopped her in the sink and I'm washing the dishes around, washing the knives and forks with the scrubbing brush. And I'm pretending to scrub her with the scrubbing brush and she's having a fun time. And, and that's how to wash a baby, you know, and, and that was it, that was the video. And I had emails like, I'm gonna contact Mark Zuckerberg, head of Facebook and get you <laughs> taken down and you can't do this. And then uh, the great thing with my audience is, I, I kid you not, there's so many trolls on the internet where 90%, 99% of my content, 
I've been troll free. Like I never get trolls. And my audience were quick to, I didn't even have to comment to these people. They, my audience jumped in and said, you obviously know this guy isn't serious. Turns out they thought I was serious because I start with that very serious, ah, yeah, g'day, welcome to this instructional video. But I, I hope that the world can quickly click on that within the first 10 seconds that this is a bit of a joke. And I worry for the people out there that don't get the joke, like the, like the lady wanting me to get pulled down. But um, no, no, no complaints really. Okay, one, one last question. I, I can think of like, tons of monetization strategies for you. That, probably the, the, uh, the easiest one is to, to move to the US because there's like the advertiser market. You can earn like 10 times more uh, yeah, money. Yeah. Uh, it's not an easy choice, I know. Um, but uh, is there something you're really excited for in uh, 2019 or end of 2018 you think they're coming up like, like, a, like a new, uh, new format? Maybe your wife is stepping in how to, uh, how to mum. Yeah, it could be a brand uh, yeah. still open. So, yeah, we're always open to new opportunities. And obviously, I've quit my day job. And it's, it's still, it's a very unknown world of being a social media person and having kids and wanting to, we don't own our own home back home. What is your day we, job? My day job before all this, I worked behind the scenes in television. So that really did help with, like I had understanding of a little bit of editing, a little, but I just worked, I was ma mainly my main job was building amazing props. So I knew how to use a hammer and nails and build TV sets. But I, I also got to you know, know how to like focus a camera, like a, you know, you had basic understanding of all this stuff. So when it came to it all becoming uh, my first video going viral and us beginning it, I was different to everyone else who didn't have that knowledge. Like, that really helped. I was kind of in this perfect storm of having a bit of production knowledge, bit of editing knowledge, bit of this knowledge. Um, but we're always open to new ways of making... I understand, like, so many people will be like, a lot of YouTube followers will write, like, oh, you should just do it for the fun and blah, blah, blah. But no, I've got kids and, I, you know, I, I, this is fun for me. And if I can make a living out of this, I'm going to do what I can. I'm very aware of not being a sellout or doing some video that's... We only work with brands that align with what we want to do. And we've been very aware of that from the start. Um, a book publisher came and said, do you want to do a book? And you find out what you can make doing a book. Because I was Did like... Did you say no to brands that you yes, didn't I've feel said, comfortable Yes, yeah, we've said yeah. no to brands. We had a... An example is an Australian brand who did a, a GPS unit for hiking. And they had a lot of money, more like double the money that I just told you. And, and I was like, okay, but what's the how-to video you want to do? Like how to go hiking with a baby with your GPS unit. And we were just working back and forth, but they were very stuck to what they wanted out of the video. And I was just like, I'm sorry, like if I don't get, to be honest right now, if, if a client emails me, I probably know within the first five minutes if we can work together, like if this is going to work. And, but we've said no to, uh, no lie, over 10, 20 brands that have come out, all wanting to pay the normal price that it would be to have a how-to video, but it could be a product that's alcohol or this or that, or we just can't make a successful how-to video out of it, then we say no. Because the moment you, I'm very aware that one video could pull the empire down. One mistake and you're done. One one post of you yelling at your kid in the middle of the street and you're like very aware of all these little things. Like it's such a, you're in, the, you're in this kind of spotlight now. It's like being a, a, a Hollywood star. Not that I'm a, that, but people know who you are now. So very aware that we've kind of built this thing up, but it could crumble with one mistake. So we're very, very conscious of who we work with and make sure that everything is aligned with what we do. Um, because that one video, your followers will soon jump on you and be like, you're is an it, idiot, you're is, done. Is there a lot of copycats? Like, 
I just told like how to mom, how to uncle, how to grandpa, whatever. It could yeah. be a whole series of your family. Uh, I, with, with I, I love getting emails from people, which is a really roundabout way to tell me that basically they're ripping off my content. They're like, hey, I'm a dad and totally not ripping off your content, but I want to start something. Check out this video. And it's like, hi, I'm Michael. Welcome to my how-to video on this. <laughs> but because they're new and they're so excited about it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, go for it, mate. And they do their little videos. But it's very funny that people always say, I'm totally not copying you, but I've got this how-to video. <laughs> my name's how-to. Although I get comments saying that I'm ripping off, there's a page on YouTube called How To Basic, which is a guy who does just how-to videos, but they're insane. Like, so how to cook a roast chicken, and he ends up like throwing a chicken at a wall. And like they're in, but I get a lot of emails saying, you've just ripped off how to basic, but I didn't even know who how to basic was. So it's very hard to be original. I think everyone knows that in this day and age. You think you're onto an original winner until someone pulls you up on it. But going back to what you are saying earlier, well, I'm always thinking about ways on how to make an income from this. So we did, we've done now two books in New Zealand, which ended up being bestsellers, and I got an income from that. Um, public speaking, similar to what I did today at Depth, I can get paid for public speaking, which is just... And I parties included. I find, yeah, parties included, which I find insane. Um, we're looking at doing the tour about talking about social media. And me, me, it's a big confidence thing that once I'm more confident, like these talks are still very scary for me, but once I get confident enough, a great job. yes, I want to do comedy. I want to get up, not with the kids, but I think there's a, there's a market there for Grab, like it would be marketed grab the babysitter, come get, have a night out. Grab a babysitter, come have a night out with How to Dad, and let's have a laugh about all the parenting issues. Maybe you are. can do something together with JP Sears. That would be very funny. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah he's a great guy, that guy. Yeah, I know funny. who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we're always looking at new things. We're currently pitching a TV show in the States, um, more web series, pitching TV shows in New Zealand. Without the kids, we're very aware that I don't want to, like everyone's like, oh, how do teenagers going to be great? I'm like, no, I don't want my kids being in these when they're teenagers. So it's cool that I'm getting known more. Like last year, my biggest video was one that was just me. My kids weren't even in it. It was how to support your wife through pregnancy. My wife's not even in it. It's just me with all these different things you could do. And that was my biggest video last year. How and that views? was like a huge tick. How many views? Oh, I, I can't remember, but it would have been over 10 million Facebook views. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a really, that was really exciting for me. And so we're always doing new videos around, like the kids aren't in this one and it seems like a winner and then it ends up doing well. So yeah, TV shows would be without the kids. And Maybe you listeners already hear the background noise. We're at Depp Festival and there's a party going on. I have a beer in hand right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's more yeah. to calm my nerves from doing my talk earlier on where I was, heartbeat was going a million miles an hour, but. Alexander and myself are longing for beer and, and hearing those music, I think we need to wrap up. I know, so, you're trying to be very professional, but... But we love to have you on the show, so thanks so much, Jordan, for oh, sharing yeah. your story. I, I, I'm pretty sure like in two years we can say, uh, you know, this guy who's now like a, a TV billionaire, like doing all those shows, he was uh, once in the Wimblex show, I'm, I'm pretty sure. And I hope uh, you will happen. say the same about the Wimblex show. Yeah. Yeah. Remember <laughs> when it was still small? I was at that show. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, well, I've been happy that we've had 100 people here listening today. So yeah, yeah. We're all easy good. Easy, easy. Great. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks so yeah. much. All yeah. good. Have Thanks, a nice guys. Yeah. Thanks. Applause for Jordan. <laughs> all the 100. <laughs> you can fix that in audio. Yeah. I hope you liked this episode. Um, this was our last episode from the Depth Festival. The next episode will feature Mikael Muller, the founder of Picnic and the 
big new uh, e-commerce and online food sensation from Europe, a company that is probably valued now way over a billion euro. And uh, um, every everybody in the market, in the retail market, including Rewe, Edeka, Aldi, Lidl in Germany, are looking uh, um, very, very precisely on what is Picnic doing. And um, Mikial will tell us everything from uh, revenue to tips and tricks in online food market. The show will um, be published in a, a week or so. So stay tuned. Yeah.